to all of our members who are united together in front of this online retreat. I'm thankful to God for all of you and through the online retreat, all of our members, I hope that you can receive grace under God and you have a time to give glory to God. Today, we will first look at the scriptures from the Bible, the book of Acts chapter 13 from verse 13 to verse 41, we will read. Acts chapter 13 from verse 13 to verse 41, let us read. Now when Paul and his party set sail from Paphos, they came to Perga in Pamphylia, and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. But when they departed from Perga, they came to Antioch in Pisidia, and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. And after reading of the law and the prophets, rulers of the synagogue sent to them, saying, Men and brethren, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. Then Paul stood up and motioning with his hand said, Men of Israel and you who fear God, listen. The God of this people, Israel, chose our fathers and exalted the people when they dwelt as strangers in the land of Egypt. And with an uplifted arm, he brought them out of it. Now for a time of about 40 years, he put up with their ways in the wilderness. And when he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he distributed their land to them by allotment. After that, he gave them judges for about 450 years until Samuel the prophet. And afterward, they asked for a king. So God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for 40 years. And when he had removed him, he raised up for them David as king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. From this man's seed, according to the promise, God raised up for Israel a Savior, Jesus. After John had first preached before his coming the baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel, and as John was finishing his course, he said, Who do you think I am? I am not he, but behold, there comes one after me, the sandals of whose feet I am not worthy to lose. Men and brethren, sons of the family of Abraham, and those among you who fear God, to you the word of this salvation has been sent. For those who dwell in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not know him, nor even the voices of the prophets which are read every Sabbath, have fulfilled them in condemning him. And though they found no cause for death in him, they asked Pilate that he should be put to death. Now when they had fulfilled all that was written concerning him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and he was seen for many days by those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses to the people. And we declare to you glad tidings, that promise which was made to the fathers.
God has fulfilled this for us, their children, in that he has raised up Jesus, as it is written in the second psalm, You are my son, today I have begotten you, and that he raised him from the dead, no more to return to corruption, he has spoken thus, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Therefore, he also says in another psalm, You will not allow your Holy One to see corruption. For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell asleep, was buried with his fathers and saw corruption. But he whom God raised up saw no corruption. Therefore, let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins. And by him, everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Beware, therefore, lest what has been spoken in the prophets come upon you. Behold, you despisers, marvel and perish, for I work a work in your days, a work which you will by no means believe, though one were to declare it to you. Until verse 41 we read, in the book of Acts chapter 13, this word of God which is recorded here inside the hearts of all of our brothers and sisters, I hope that it becomes a word which you can give thanks and glory to God for. The reason why our spiritual, spiritual life is difficult is because inside of our hearts, when difficulties come to us, we have a heart to try and be free from those difficulties. For example, if we, when those difficulties come to us, we try to come out from that difficulty, but rather than that, if we can gain new strength from God, add on new strength from God, then spiritual life will no longer be difficulty for us. When difficulties come to us, many people, they only think, what should I do to be coming out from this difficulty? How from this worry, from this anxiety, from this difficulty can I come out of it? There are many people who think like this, but it is not that we need to come out from this, but from above, we need to add on new strength from God, which is from above. For example, I... If I have to go from Seoul to Busan, if I have to move by car, it takes me around four and a half hours, right? Nowadays, there's the SRT trains. So it only takes two and a half hours if I take that train. If I don't use a car and if I only use a train, it's so easy and it's so good. But if I keep on repeating that, then I might feel this is so difficult, this is so tiring, this kind of a heart might come to us, right? But if from Seoul to Busan, I need to go up and come back again, whenever I have to do a round trip, 
if someone promises to give me $1,000, dollars it's no longer difficult for me to go to Seoul. Why getting on a car is not difficult, getting on an SRT train is even more not difficult, and even if they ask me to get on an aeroplane, that is not going to be a difficulty for me. Why? Because more than me getting on a car, more than me getting on an SRT train, more than me getting on a flight and flying all the way over there, more than the effort I put in, the $10,000 I will get at the end of it is big, bigger. For that, going up and down from Seoul is not at all difficult. I'll never feel like, oh, this is very tiring or difficult at all. The Bible tells us this. The many trials, problems, worries that come to us, it is not the things that we need to try to come out of, but through God, we need to gain new strength. We need to add on new strength. Paul, in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, there were many difficulties that came to the Corinthian church, many trials, problems about those things. He didn't say that we need to take off, but he said that we need to add on. In the Bible, if you read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, let's find that scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. In verse 1, For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Everyone in this world, when the earthly tabernacle collapses, people they say, I don't have a house. When the death of my flesh comes close to me, then we, of course, not having a house is difficulty. Me dying is also a difficulty for me. But the tabernacle on this earth, when it collapses, then in the kingdom of heaven, there is a new house which God has built for us. If in our hearts, the new house that comes from God, if that is there with us, then in that kingdom of heaven, that hope for that heavenly kingdom, that makes us to not fear the earthly tabernacle collapsing. That makes us to not fear our flesh dying in this earth, which is why the Bible is preaching this word to us. The tabernacle on this earth, even though it collapses, the heavenly eternal house, the hope for that is there inside of us, then finally in this earth, just because the tabernacle of this earth collapses, we are not afraid, we are not worried, we are not anxious at all. If you see in verse 2, for in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven. If indeed having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. The Bible says not to be unclothed, but to be clothed furthermore. For Christians, 
it is not that we need to take off but we need to add on more the difficulties the problems the trials that come to us it is not that we should not face this it is not that we should not face such difficulties they should not be such problems but we have a spiritual unchanging glory and wisdom of god if that can be added on to us clothed further more on us than the difficulties that we face right now none of it becomes a problem this february we were in new york usa and preparing for the clf from all around the world our you know mission headquarters of many of missions in the world is in new york many pastors around the world they are preaching the gospel in new york we came to know this so our pastors went to them and one by one they met them and finally they met 3000 pastors who agreed to come to our clf so it became the month of march and we are about to start the clf just four days remain for the opening ceremony but at that time the president of usa announced that more than 50 people cannot gather in one place and indoors more than 200 people cannot gather in any stadium that kind of a rule was made out and at that time in our heart we felt at this time we cannot do the clf pastor this time we cannot do the CLF. So we told him like that. At that time, Pastor told us, What are you saying? What do you mean we cannot do the CLF? It is not that we cannot do the CLF. We are just going to postpone the CLF. For 3,000 pastors, if you say we are not doing the CLF, then you shouldn't say that, you should say postpone the CLF. After the corona is done, we are immediately going to run the CLF and that's why we are just postponing it. In our hearts, oh, the CLF, we cannot do it. And the words postponed, it's different, right? When you say we will not do it, it means we will not do it. But when we say we postponed it, that means after a short while soon we'll open it again so then when we heard that that is when we came back to korea so in the month of march it was the time for the easter service and pastor park told us this time when we do the easter service god he does not want us to postpone it he wants us to do it right now so we cannot use the Gochak Sky Dome, so let's do it online. So that kind of a heart we started to have. This was something that we've never done. We never had this before. There was not even one time when we thought we will do the Easter service online. So, but from above, the wisdom which we did not have when that was clothed furthermore upon us, from then on, God started to guide our lives in a new way. So as that happened, during our Easter service, we preached the word of God three times. And each time, two million people from all around the world, they viewed. 
and the resurrection of Jesus Christ the resurrection of Jesus Christ how it witnesses that we have been justified that word of power when it was preached the whole world was amazed just in central and south america through the spanish translation many people listened to the word of god there were more than 500,000 people and among them live in live chat many of them testified that i have become righteous i have received salvation 4000 people commented so in our hearts hey the online easter service we were able to do it if in the kochak sky dome we cannot do the event so we had said we cannot do the easter service we might think like that right so in march in just before the clf pastor parker told us it's not that we cannot do it it is just that we are postponing it we always meet difficulties and we always feel like it's impossible we cannot do it it'll not work we will not do it with these kind of hearts we live often however it is not that we cannot do it but jesus christ through his strength when we are clothed furthermore with that there is nothing that we cannot do even though i cannot do if i can just for clothe myself furthermore with the strength of jesus christ then that is not a problem at all but all those problems can be solved with the power of christ the easter service was something that we could not do with the methods that we had used so far when that was revealed to us we needed to run the easter service so it's not even postponed we have to do it right now so we thought how are we going to do the easter service but then god from around 20 years ago our mission has been doing the internet broadcasting online for so long so through this broadcasting let's do the easter service so that small heart to more than 6 million viewers they made them attend our easter service god he really taught us a new world what is this what do you mean 6 million people all these people how can they listen to our word we never even imagined something like that happening so in the month of september we were doing the online bible in the month of may we have to do the online bible seminar so if 6 million people have heard our easter service let's make 10 million people gather and listen to our word of god for the bible seminar if all the brothers and sisters from around the world they listen to the word of god this is more than possible so we really fixed our heart in such a big way but then the online bible seminar as it began god all around the world the corona, because of the corona many people were in despair they were really disappointed and they were under the shadow of death and fear so the people you know the games or the drama or all those kind of things which people normally enjoy everything had stopped so all the broadcasting stations suddenly needed some contents to show it was that point of time at that time through the easter service there were some people who were connected they went to the broadcasting stations and they told them please listen to pastor oxus park's words once at least so how during the 
secular broadcasting stations we are not christian tv stations how can we play sermons if so then just listen one time and then after that you decide please so pastor through the online bible seminar on the second on the first day he talked about melon born again everyone it became a trend all around the world god he said that the melon when it is grafted onto the pumpkin root through that story he preached the gospel that words of the gospel as people listen to that the people who were unable to receive salvation so far they felt that's right me who is dirty when i am cut off and grafted on to jesus if so then through even this kind of a person like me the righteousness of christ will be revealed melon born again so then through the broadcasting station when he talked about how they were grafting the oriental melon onto the pumpkin root ah uh, if this is the word of god he's preaching then we can enoughly broadcast this on our secular channels as well so finally from 276 broadcasting stations radio and tv to 100 million people the word of god was witness such an amazing work of god happened and from then in the month of june we had the clf in the month of july we had the online world camp right now it's august in august through our retreat only in korea around 300000 people so many people came and attended the camp and together they listen to the word of god and they receive the grace from the word of god and all the worries anxieties and fear because of the corona when that was there inside of us when they were able to be add on the wisdom the strength and add on the authority of god if i live a life of being victorious like that even inside of our hearts just like the lame man rose up just like the blind man's eyes opened up the people who are bound by their lives who are bound by the situation all of us through christ can stand we can walk we can jump and god he is going to guide this retreat into that kind of a retreat i believe so when you keep on reading the book of acts inside the heart of paul god how was he able to reveal his strength and the wisdom and the authority of god he was working through paul how so one by one we were able to explain that the man called saul he became paul later on paul after he received salvation through the power of god before all that he was saul and as saul what did he do he was a person who imprisoned and captured the people who witnessed about the resurrected jesus christ the many disciples who revealed the resurrected jesus christ he put them in prison he helped to kill them so really he was a person who worked in the front line for persecuting the church and the christians that was saul jesus christ he was buried inside of the tomb and within 3 days he resurrected again after he resurrected for 40 days together with us for 41 days he was there and then he ascended and then on the day of pentecost 
After his ascension, the Holy Spirit came down. So after being filled by the Holy Spirit, there are many people who started to testify about Christ. So being added on to the power of Jesus Christ, that is how the lame man was able to stand up. So the disciples, how much glory they must have given to God that in the name of Jesus Christ, or oh, that man stood up. Whenever they spoke the name of that Christ, the work of God and the power of God started to be revealed in front of people. As this happened, the Pharisees and Sadducees in their heart, they had killed Jesus Christ by crucifying him onto the cross. But if the resurrection of Jesus gets revealed, then the disciples through whom that resurrection of Jesus is revealed, that power of God started to get revealed. So as they saw the lame man standing up, they were really unable to believe this fact. So the disciples, they kept on telling the disciples, hey, don't say this, don't say this out loud. But the disciples said, we cannot not say this out loud. That's why they put Peter in the prison. But then God, he brought Peter out from that prison and again used him for preaching the gospel. And God also, in the Jerusalem church, there was Ananias and Sapphira, even though there were the problems of them being removed from the church. And then Stephen was killed. There were so many problems that came to the Jerusalem church. In the book of Acts chapter 8, the Jerusalem church had great persecution so that except for the disciples, all the other brothers and sisters started to scatter. So those people who scattered even inside of their hearts, Jesus Christ, he is someone who is already resurrected. And even though he died, he resurrected again. And because of his power, that is how the lame man stood up again. It is through his power alone. And that people who were scattered as well, when they preached the gospel, inside of them, great happiness started to be filled. Saul, you know, for him, he did not want that resurrection of Jesus to be preached. Why? Because he saw Jesus being crucified on the cross and saw Jesus being buried in the tomb. And he saw very clearly that, you know, how can a man who is dead come back alive again? Ah, they are people who are confusing the society. They are people who are leading astray those who believe God. They are not fact, they are not the truth. That's why on the front line, more than even other people, he was someone who would catch the people who talked about Jesus and put them for judgment, put them in prison. And even through the persecution, he killed them. He was on the front line for all these works. So he added strength onto him and with a greater strength, he went to Damascus and over there, he again made disciples. And he was going to Damascus, he was going to catch the disciples and put them in prison, but that's when he meets Jesus. A strong light, it completely surrounds Paul and he falls down and he asks, who are you? And Jesus answered, 
I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. What? You are Jesus? But you died. You were crucified on the cross. Weren't you already buried in that stone tomb? No, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Then is it true that you resurrected? Then those people whom I imprisoned, whom I had allowed to die, and whom I put for judgment, their witness was the truth? Paul at that place, he completely collapsed. As Saul, he had persecuted so many people and tortured them. That same man as he met Jesus Christ, I was wrong. I was wrong. My judgment was wrong. He came to know the truth. That's what Saul came to know. In that place, Saul realized that he himself was wrong. That's why then, from that way where they used to go up, all of their things now became difficult because their you know, eyes were so far away. That's why there's nothing that they could do by themselves. Everyone today, if you have received salvation, there's a born again brothers and sisters. You know, because our eyes are blocked, we are in a place where we cannot see anything but that I am wrong. Oh, I'm a sinner. I went wrong. I made a mistake. I thought I am a sinner, but I'm not a sinner. Then when we believe what Jesus said, that's when we are righteous, everyone. The life of living according to our method, our experience, what we know that needs to stop. Saul, when he was led by the hands of other people he had to go to damascus and then he goes and does the work of serving god today i was reading acts chapter 13 verse 13 and through acts chapter 13 verse 13 the gospel which paul is witnessing in this generation it is the power of God which is the most necessary, the wisdom of God, the strength of God, which is most necessary. How can Paul so strongly become a person who strongly witnessed the gospel? As Paul was going up to Damascus, he meets Jesus Christ and he collapses and the resurrection of Christ, he starts to believe that and he receives salvation. As that happened through that Paul, Jesus Christ had a plan through him. <clears throat> Everyone through this Paul, to the Gentiles, he wanted to preach the gospel. He wanted to use him as a vessel to preach the gospel. He wanted to establish Paul as a man of power to preach the gospel. God wanted to work in that way. However, Ananias, when he told Ananias, go to Saul, and pray for him. You lay your hands on him and pray for him. Then the scales that are there inside of his house will fall down. But Ananias said, what? As far as I know that Saul, I heard about this man. You know, he has done harm to your saints who witness to 
witness that you have resurrected Jesus and he gives them uh, the, to the prisons, he makes them die, but you're telling me to go and meet him? The Ananias who always knows Saul already, what kind of a person does he know Saul as, as a man who goes against Jesus and who against Jesus and persecutes? But then the Saul whom Jesus Christ knows, what kind of a person is he? That Saul is a worker of God. The thoughts that we know, the hearts that we know, those things guide us in a way that is different from the way of God. Many times it is so. For example, if with the heart that I know, if I treat Saul in that same way, then finally, we are people who go against the word of God. We are people who reject that will of God, right? So when we live spiritual life, if you have the heart that I am right, then you are unable to receive that word of God. The man called Peter, God to Peter, to Cornelius, he goes there and he guides that family members of Cornelius to salvation. But then, because Cornelius, he is a Gentile, so but Peter is a Jew, so for him to go to Cornelius is not easy. So God shows Peter a vision, and in that vision from uh, the heavens, he sees that you know, there was something, a vessel that comes down and its four corners were tied. So when he saw inside of that, there were many animals that were not clean and that were common. And God told Peter, saying, rise, Peter, kill and eat. But what did Peter say? For nothing common or unclean has at any time entered my mouth. The things that are common or unclean, I never eat it. I only eat the clean things. I only eat the clean things. So God told him, eat. You will not die, just eat. But he said, no, I will not eat. I will not eat. Three times, Peter, even though God spoke the word to him, he did not believe it. Now God spoke the word, right? If I am telling you that it is clean, I am telling you that it is not common, still you will not eat. So Peter, he did not eat, but finally that vessel went back up. So after some time from Cornelius, when people, they came to him, that time Peter realized, aha, God, he wants me to go and preach the gospel to the Gentiles. And that's why Peter goes to Cornelius and he preaches the gospel. Inside of our hearts, when we preach the gospel, the power work of God, when it is about to be revealed, the things that I think I know, the things that I think I am correct, the things that I experience, if these things are there inside of our heart, then for accepting the word of God in that place, you know, it is like in that place, even though it is Peter, even though he says, I am 
one who only eats common not i will not eat the things that are common and unclean things because he has a kind of a heart even though god spoke another word to him peter could not accept it at that time paul in the book of acts chapter 13 what is paul trying to tell us he's trying to tell us that paul now he's received salvation and when he was staying in cilicia in acts chapter 8 in the church of jerusalem there were great persecution and through that persecution there were some disciples who were scattered and these people they went to antioch they went to different places and they preached the gospel over there so in the antioch church from jerusalem the people who had left jerusalem because of persecution they preached the gospel and they reached all the way to antioch and they were preaching the gospel there and in antioch there were many brothers and sisters who had received salvation so in the jerusalem church you know from the jerusalem church they dispatched barnabas to the antioch church now barnabas as he was guiding the antioch church he went to the so in philippia and he brought Saul with him and the antioch church together they served lord and they were serving god in the antioch church and finally in the antioch church barnabas and paul from there they start on their witnessing journey the first witnessing journey of paul as far as we know is this the first witnessing journey of paul when he went for that those people uh, paul and barnabas they went to a small island in order to start preaching in that place the you know that is where paul suddenly received salvation and a very great works of god start to arise so from there they went to antioch of pisidia they shifted their place so today we read acts chapter 13 in verse 13 in verse 14 13 it says till verse 41 how paul and barnabas they preached the gospel in antioch of pisidia for me this paul and barnabas in pisidia antioch among how they preached the gospel the gospel that paul he preached in my heart it was so amazing how paul when he was preaching this gospel of god he was so bold he was so confident he was so strong how is it possible now this paul in the book of acts chapter 13 verse 13 let's go back to the scriptures we read today and let's read that So it's in verse 13 now when Paul and his party set sail from Paphos they came to Perga in Pamphylia and John departing from them returned to Jerusalem and then they departed from Perga they came to Antioch in Pisidia and went into the synagogue on the sabbath day and sat down now Paul from this place onwards from Antioch in Pisidia Saul he starts to preach the gospel now Paul as he was preaching the gospel 
the God who was guiding the people of Israel and the God who established David, God who established Paul. As he kept on talking about that story, now the story of John the Baptist, he started to say. And what is that? It is that they are you know, to Pilate who has no sin, that sinless Jesus Christ. You went and you asked them to crucify that sinless, blameless Jesus, right? But that blameless Jesus, God, he made him win over sin and come back. That's why Paul, now the gospel which he himself is witnessing is there in chapter 13, verse 33. It says, God has fulfilled this for their children in that he has cleansed, he has raised up Jesus as it is also written in the second Psalm. You are my son. Today I have begotten you. And then he raised him from the dead. No more to return to corruption. He has spoken thus. I will give you the sure mercies of David. Therefore, he also says in another psalm, you will not allow your Holy One to be to see corruption. Now for Paul, Jesus Christ, how was Jesus Christ be able to live with the power of God? And how was he able to fulfill that will of God? All of you, you know, you were crucified on the cross. But God, according to his promise, he brought Jesus back to life. If so, then today, there's a heart that I want to preach to you. There is a heart of Paul. So in chapter 13, verse 38, it says, Therefore, let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man is, through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins. Now, through the witness of John the Baptist, In chapter 30, 13, verse 38, it says, This man, he preached you the forgiveness of sins. And 39 says, By him, everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. The gospel which Paul witnessed is not something else, but that by being strengthened by this man through this man that means receiving strength through jesus christ so as paul preached the gospel when we were in this earth it is not that we need to take off our clothes but we need to put on more clothes that means our Paul, as he was preaching the gospel, why was he so bold and why was he so uh, able to preach the gospel around the world? So Paul, he received strength from this man. Who is that? That is Jesus Christ. So our beloved brothers and sisters, please do not say that you are in difficulty. Please do not say that you cannot. Please do not say that it's impossible. Everyone, if you say you cannot, 
then you are unable to receive strength from Jesus. That means if you say you cannot, that means you did not receive the strength of Jesus. Everyone, if you are saying that you will not do, that means you are denying receiving strength from Jesus. No matter what kind of problem we might face, no matter what kind of difficulty we might face, if we can receive strength from Jesus, that is through this man, if we can be strengthened, then death, fear, sadness, how can that affect us at all? It can never affect us at all. The coronavirus, when it suppresses the hearts of people, Pastor Park told us like this, the corona cannot make us feel difficult at all. The corona can finally not make us fear. The corona to us, it is a blessing. People, all people because of the corona, you know, because they're dying. How can the servant of God tell us that the corona, we can have hope through the corona. What that means is God, he received strength from this man. Who is this man? That's Jesus Christ. Everyone inside of your lives, when you are strengthened by Christ, that is the wisdom, the strength and power of our spiritual life. If we are unable to be strengthened through Jesus Christ, that is evil, that is sin. Everyone, many Christians after receiving salvation, they live a life of not being strengthened through Jesus Christ. So they say they are in difficulty. They say it's impossible. They say we cannot do it. It's difficult. Us Christians from our hearts, from our mouths, we need to remove this word. The Bible, if you see in the Bible, in Romans chapter 8, it is written so. Let's open Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. If God is for us, who can be against us? Everyone, if we can be strengthened by this man, if we can be strengthened by this Jesus Christ, who can be against us? Who can harm us? No one can harm us. In the Bible, verse 36 and oh, sorry, verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. But 37, yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Us through Jesus Christ. Now we can win over tribulation, fear, even sorrow, even worries. All these things can be won over by us. And through him who loved us, if through him who loved us, I am more than a conqueror. Our Christians, why are we facing difficulties? Why do we have problems in our lives? That is because we do not get strengthened through Jesus Christ. 
from now in our lives. Let's not say that I'm in difficulty. Let's not say that I'm tired. Let's not say that I cannot do. Let's not say that I cannot. If you're unable to do it, that is because you did not strengthen yourself through Jesus and you yourself are trying to do that work. That is the only reason. Everyone, when you say it is impossible, that is because you are despising Jesus and you yourself try to do that work. And the Bible tells us, so because we are lacking, because we are weak, that's why God, to us, He gave us the Holy Spirit. The Bible, in the Bible, when Jesus Christ came to this earth, He took our sins and He, he nailed that to the cross. And on the day that He resurrected and ascended, after His ascension, God gave us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee. What work does the Holy Spirit do? In Romans chapter 8, you know, there, is, there are the words of God which tell us that the Holy Spirit helps us. The Holy Spirit helps us. That is what it does. If we are in difficulty, if we are tired, and then we are not receiving strength from Jesus. In the life of a Christian, God gives us trials, problems, despair, fear, distress, pain, and even disease. But God, yes, there are times He gives us pain as well. However, in all these works, we are more than conquerors by just being strengthened in Christ. Everyone, through the online Bible seminar, the, imagine in 276 broadcasting stations, 200 million people, the gospel was preached all around the world. The entire world stood amazed. In every corner, nook and cranny of the gospel, we were able to show the word of God and in the hearts of the people who listen to the word of God, God he worked and as you listen to them about the works that God they did and how people they came and listened, really we cannot help but be thankful. This time to the online retreat, to the online retreat, in Korea alone more than three million people have already attended the online retreat and listened to the word of God. So even in my heart, me who is so foolish, in my heart this time to preach the word of God becomes happiness. It's so amazing. Everyone, a person like me, how can I stand in this place and preach the word of God? That is why because through this man, I was strengthened to receive the forgiveness of sin. Through this man, you know, I became a person who can really talk about the words of Jesus in the internet, through the places where you are staying in right now. When you just listen to these words of God, no matter what problems come to you, no matter what worries 
come to you no matter what fear comes to you if that is coming to you then it is no longer worry it is no longer sorrow jesus christ alone he is being strengthened for example if we can receive strength from jesus then christ finally he cannot just leave and you know pass by the problem without solving no matter how easy a question might be god in jesus he gives us happiness thankfulness and he gives us his strength so why because in the book of hebrews chapter 10 and hebrews chapter 4 in the new testament hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens jesus the son of god that is hold fast our confession now the high priest who has passed through the heavens he is just like us so at times you know in order to receive grace we should often go boldly why in our hearts does he though we have to be strengthened in jesus at all that is he is really the you know high priest who is that that is jesus right and in verse 15 it says for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin that means all of our things he has already experienced everyone's difficulty the worries the anxieties the problems that you face our lord has already you know lifted us up we were people who fell down but christ he was victorious everyone we fall into despair we fall into distress and sorrow but we are people who were dragged by this death but jesus christ won over death jesus he won over sin he won over all your disease but then the bible says no christ he already took responsibility for us and all of our weaknesses and our uh, all of our lackings he has made us rise up from that when despair comes we feel like we've fallen down when something happens we feel like that's it this is the end when difficulty comes we don't fall why because jesus christ he has won together all of these places and united together that jesus who won over sin that same jesus who won over disease that same jesus who won over weaknesses that jesus is the one from whom we need to be strengthened paul he witnessed that christ that is why our witness is bold and that's why his witness was confident and powerful 
That's why he spoke like this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 30, he says that I would rather boast in my weaknesses. Why? Why? Because he said if I do so, he will be strengthened in Jesus. So that is why Paul was the most boldest man and death could not tempt him. Everyone, the danger of death, the danger because of so many difficulties and trials when we meet all that, finally Paul, he was not afraid. Why? Because he was strengthened in Jesus Christ. Everyone today in this online, this retreat, all of our princesses who attend inside of your hearts, what kind of difficulty comes to you, no matter what kind of trial comes to you, if we can receive the, if we can receive the new strength from Jesus, then God is going to call you righteous and you who have been justified, receiving the strength from Jesus, if you can leave your lives, then death, fear, despair, disease, pain, these things cannot penetrate through to harm you at all. That is why we, inside of this one place, we became people who have the ability to win over and become more than conquerors. Now the witness of Paul was the witness of grace which makes that person strengthened. Now that witness of Paul, we too, just like Paul, are by being strengthened inside this man. And when we witness the gospel that makes people receive the forgiveness of sin, too many of the people, you know, through that Jesus, they became the people of power who came in over all things. And I believe God is truly going to strengthen us like that through the online retreat in all of our sisters' hearts. Please be strengthened within Jesus. Experience His power. I hope you become such people. I will preach the word of God over here. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Pastor. Uh, thank you, brothers and sisters. Did you enjoy uh, the word of God? I believe now all of you are strengthened.